Welcome to Nerd Talk, the podcast that talks about everything nerdy. I'm your host, Jordan Halstead, and each week, me and my friends will be discussing some of our favorite topics. We're talking superheroes, Star Wars, Pokemon, Harry Potter, and that's just to name a few. You don't want to miss out on this because this is Nerd Talk. Hey guys, and welcome back to Nerd Talk. This is Jordan Halstead. I am live over in Oklahoma City. Uh, just got through the move, and so this is the first episode since getting to the western side of the states. Um, so with me tonight, I've got Micah and Alicia. I did say it right this time. Woohoo! Um, we were talking about that a little bit ago, just saying how uh, I, I saw her name one time, and I just wanted to, to, to mess up real bad, but I, I got it right, so... Um, this episode, we're going to be talking about Big Bang Theory. Guys, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Um, I know you guys just finished the episode, or the full series not long ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, not long ago. So, what, so let's start with this. What were your initial thoughts after the whole 12 seasons? Because there's 12 seasons with this. What are your initial thoughts just walking out from it? Um, I think that a couple of things. So I thought that the series could have been ended earlier i thought because there was a lot of episodes and then like you get into season six seven and eight and nine and like you get into 10 11 and 12 and it you know it ends with 12 seasons but i thought that they could have ended it earlier and the other thing is that um they just there were spots in the series where yes it was still funny yes it was still um a great show but i thought that there was points where they could have ended it and probably should have ended it yeah i would agree it was that the episodes in the earlier seasons are just so so much more funny. Yes. That's the, uh, you see all the reruns on like TBS and stuff like that. That's why, because they're really, really funny. You don't see that in the later episodes. So, I mean, I agree that they could have probably ended it earlier. And part of that is they just grew up as characters and they yeah. matured. And I think that was the point of the show. However, those earlier episodes are just money. Yeah. Absolutely. I think when you look at like seasons one at two, even up to like, four or five even into six like you like there was a lot of really good gold mine episodes um mm -hmm. so speaking of of kind of the gold mine let's talk about the characters because i feel like this show had a lot of great gold mine of characters um so who's your favorite character on the show and not only who was it but why were they your favorite barry kripke barry kripke i'm totally kidding i was like <laughs> wow <laughs> barry kripke right there uh, he no. drove a Chevy Cavalier. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> we talk with a wistful Watt in his house. <laughs> I, uh, in all in all seriousness, I think Leonard is my favorite character. He he deals with a lot, like between his parents and how his mother treats him. I mean, she basically treats him like a experiment, like her own little life. guinea pig. Yeah. Yeah, um, and honestly. Somebody that can live with Sheldon as long as he did deserves some sort of medal. <laughs> yeah. And even his relationship with Penny. Yeah. Like he, you know, he finally got the girl and then he, they broke up and then they end up getting back together and getting married and, yeah. you know, deciding whether they want to have kids or not. And then they end up, you know, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> they, <laughs> very last episode, you know, they find out they're going to have a kid. Uh, for me, I think it was Sheldon for so many reasons. Um, Especially during the early seasons, like we just talked about, he was so ridiculous. There were so many things that I was just like, 
this guy is insane, but I love him because he just his rules, uh, the roommate agreement. Um, I don't know what season it was in. I think it was in season three when Penny and Leonard finally end up together for the first time. And uh, Sheldon draws up the roommate agreement and then they decide that they're not going to be a couple or something like that. I don't remember the exact uh, premise of the storyline, but Sheldon comes out of his room with the new roommate agreement and they decide, oh, Penny and I are not dating. And then like he just throws the roommate agreement. And there's like, like all 50 all pages, like just like flies and flutters down. Yeah, and one lands on his face. And apparently, from what I've read, they did that in one take, and he just it landed, and they it just stuck. It was complete because it mistake. stuck. It stuck on his face. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you, Jordan? What's your? You uh... know, there's there's a lot of great characters, but I think I'm gonna have to sit with Sheldon. Um, one some of the yeah. things that I love about Sheldon are uh, and and we'll talk about some of the running jokes and whatnot. But like when he gets himself into trouble, and like he's like. Okay, so the episode where they go to see the the extra seventeen seconds of Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, and like he he's running out with the with the canisters, and he's like, "Come on, short round!" and he's like looking right at Raj. I'm just like, "Oh my gosh!" So like they do that, or like when when he uh when they drug him and they're passing him around because he can't keep the secret um that that Penny's going to college, and he's like, "Shh." I'm Batman and like just like he had so many funny moments where like he's the guy that you just love to hate some days and you're just like you could just sit down and watch an episode and not really like I feel like it's one of those shows that you don't have to watch in chronological order it does help there is like an overall story but like watching each one really really grabs the attention but I think my favorite Sheldon moment in all of Big Bang Theory history comes straight down to the Christmas episode where they're playing Dungeons and Dragons and he puts an enchantment on all of them, pauses them, and then kills Chris Kringle like right in the middle of their D&D campaign. And I'm like, whoa, I... Like, you know, you, you see all this progression, but then you go back and you're like, oh, I miss the glory days with Sheldon being the, the guy who just like likes to kill all the fun. Um, so he's, what a very, he's a very passionate personality yes he hates what he hates and he loves what he loves yeah and he has like he's a creature of habit like he has to have it like pizzas are on fridays we're playing video games every tuesday night we're doing that's my spot like he like yes i was gonna say what's one of your guys's favorite like minor characters like i know that like there are so many good like main characters but like one of the side characters um I was actually going to ask that right as soon as as I was done. I was like, now that we we know that Alicia likes Bailey Quipke, (laughs) I got to say, you know, my favorite has got to be Will Wheaton. I love seeing Will Wheaton in there. That just it was it was great to see him as like the nemesis and then like the backstory because for me, my personal backstory is I have a Barry or a a Will Wheaton uh, in my own life, and it is Tommy the Power Ranger. I was supposed to meet him at a convention thing, and when I was, like, fourth grade, it was for my birthday, and, like, he bailed on us, and it was, like, hours of, oh, I'll be there, I'll be there, and then, like, like three to four hours after just sitting there waiting for him to show up to this dojo thing, and he just, he, he no-showed, and they were like, oh, we'll let everybody know, and, like, I never found out if he ever came back or not. And, like, all these guys have gone to see him at conventions, and they're like, he's such a cool guy. I was like, I could care less. He's he's my Will Wheaton. He is my nemesis here. So I, I think Will Wheaton just, like, a, like was the whole epitome for me. I was like, my passion against 
against Tommy the Power Ranger is shown on TV right there. That's amazing. <laughs> I know, right? What about you? I mean, I do love Barry Curfield. Don't get me wrong. His the the perfection of the writing to pull in as many R's as they possibly could was just amazing. Um, but I also have a soft spot for Stuart because I feel like Stuart gets gypped a lot. I love Stuart. Like, he's just like standing there and they completely ignore him and I feel really bad for him. I think the... A couple of... Go ahead. I was going to say there was a couple of episodes where that happens to Roz early on because he can't talk to anybody yeah. unless he's drunk. Yeah. And they just turn the lights off or shut the door. They leave the apartment and Roz is just sitting there eating a sandwich. And it's like. Penny <laughs> falls asleep on the couch and he like waves as he's leaving. Yes. <laughs> I think um, I think the I problem think my was. My favorite one. Oh, go ahead. I can't, rem- I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, I say he looks like your brother. Bert. Yeah, Bert. I love Bert. Bert. I love geolog- Bert. He's yeah, he's a geologist. Oh my gosh, Bert is and he great. Wins all... And he does not look like my brother, for the record. He he well, it's debatable. Uh, an older <laughs> bald version. Bald has glasses. And he and a beard. And there are a lot of people who are bald with beards with glasses. I was gonna um, say, uh, Micah, can you please put some glasses on for me? Exactly right. <laughs> no, just I could just see your brother being a geologist. I don't know why. No, what I was gonna say is that the one episode where doesn't Bert like. Grant and he wins all this money and Sheldon tries to like, hey, give me some of your money and I'll I'll do some research with you and he just finds out that geology is super boring and doesn't want to do it because he's a physicist. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Bert's probably my favorite side character. But, but in in addition to Stewart, like I think Stewart's hysterical too because what was me and a lot of bad stuff happens to him. But I think the problem when it comes to Stewart though, it literally just comes down to they started to recognize that like he was a great character and they started to give him stuff and like it just got worse for him. And I'm like, I think it was funny when they completely neglected him and he's like, he like gives like a quick one line, like thanks for inviting me guys. Like things like that as they're running out of the comic book shop or like they come in, they're talking about their, their big buy or something like that. Or like when he haggles with, uh, with Sheldon and he's like this limited edition Aquaman squirt gun for just, $250 $250 he's like it's not worth that much he's like yeah you're right it's more like 200 <laughs> and he's like that sounds more <laughs> like it and I'm just like I love like those small parts but then when they're like he's like living with uh with Howard's mom like that was a little weird for me but I, I think I think earlier seasons like you said there was a lot of gold there there was a lot of really good writing and I think early on Stewart was all the better so uh what I think it, one of my favorite moments with with Stewart was there was an episode that they were like, we're all going to meet on this day, and they all pull out their flip phones, and they put it on their calendars. It was later, and it was maybe season 10 or so, and the only one who, they did like a future, and Stuart was the only one to show up. Yeah. None of the rest of them were there. <laughs> I feel like that just screams Stuart. He's like, he is so longing for friends, and so. He's Eeyore. Yes, that's the way to look at it, Yes. So, who out of all the main characters do you feel had the biggest character development? And let's let let's say not Sheldon, because I feel like Sheldon's okay. the 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 go to answer here. Well, I said probably Sheldon, but like my other answer was Penny, and the reason I say Penny is because I think um, she, yes, yeah, she's you know Kayla Cuoco. I've watched Kayla Cuoco since she was on Eight Simple Roles um, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, and you know she's more than just an attractive person. She and a, and a bubbly personality. I think she 
really developed as a character in the show from being, oh man, she's really just a pretty girl next door who gets by on her looks to, oh, maybe she can, she can date a physicist and maybe she can be more than just a waitress at a cheesecake factory and she can go to school and she can get a really good job. And then like later in the show, you find out that when she gets the job as the pharmaceutical rep, she ends up making more money than, than Leonard. Yeah. And it's like, wow, I, I, I just feel like her story next to Sheldon and how they play off each other. Penny has a way of having a relationship with everybody in the show, like, and having a good relationship, whether it's with Amy Farrah Fowler, whether it's with Bernadette, whether it's with Raj and their breakthrough woman. I think Alicia wanted to say something about that. Uh, um, whether it's with Leonard because they dated and they get married. Um, or with Sheldon, you know, the entire show as their relationship progresses, you know, soft kitty. Uh, there but we like, go. I, I would go with, I would go with Penny. Solid choice. And I'd say, I'd say Raj. I mean, you think about, I thought he, he wasn't able to talk to women unless he was completely wasted. And even at the very beginning, they didn't even know that. They found that out by accident when Penny was practicing to be a bartender. Wasn't that like season three or four or something like that? What's that? I think it was like season three or four or something like that by the time that they, yeah, they so figured he, it out. He goes for three seasons without even being able to talk. And then he realizes, oh, I can talk to them when I'm drunk. But even then, like when he breaks down on Penny, I, I don't remember what it was. He he has this breakdown and she's like, you're, are you drunk? And he realizes he wasn't drunk the whole time and he was actually talking to her without. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I think one, like pivotal, pivotal moment in the show. Mm-hmm. I think those are great, great options. Um, I, I think I'm gonna have to agree on Raj. I think Raj has that, but he also like by the end of the show has that moment of realization that it's okay to be the single guy. Like it, you don't have to find your your wife or anything like that. Like you find out like oh Sheldon like there there's another Sheldon and it's in female form. We've got Amy Farrah Fowler and then like. Leonard and Penny get together and he's he's always like trying to find and like I feel like he goes to the wrong girls so often and so by the time that you finally get to that last little bit it's like what are you doing with your life and he just he hits this point he's like maybe I just get to be the fun uncle and I'll find my my the love of my life later and I think by the time that we hit the like the friends reunion that's been like 20 years after friends is all said and done I think we'll hit a point where we'll see a Big Bang Theory reunion and maybe they'll like write in like, oh, hey, he finally did find a wife and he found true love and not like how his parents like this arranged marriage kind of felt. So I'm like, I don't know. I think I think he had the best development, though. So with that being said, we got to move to the next question. So the next question that I had for you guys and I lost it for a second. uh, What was your favorite cameo? Out of all the people to show up, who was your favorite that showed up on screen? Christopher Lloyd. As Ooh. Sheldon's like temporary roommate. Yeah, that was that was a good one. He was super scruffy and uh, Sheldon being super clean. I forgot about that one. I honestly forgot about that one. That, that was a good call. <laughs> I wrote down the episode with James Earl Jones or... Bob Newhart in every episode that Bob Newhart was in. I because lo- he was hysterical. Funny, funny enough, both Star Wars related. Yeah. I, but I think it the the language that Bob Newhart, the wittiness of Bob Newhart and all the episodes that he was in was great. Um, what am I wearing? Yeah, why yes. am I here? Yeah, he's- and then 
just the fact that Sheldon got to sit down with James Earl Jones and have a meal and just talk to him. And then they got to go and they did karaoke together. Yeah, they did karaoke and then they went and like ding dong ditched uh, Carrie Fisher's house. Yes. It's not funny, James. I think that's probably one of my favorite episodes, but my, I think my favorite cameo if I had to pick between the two is Bob Newhart because of how witty he is. I, When it comes down to my favorites, you know, as a, as a big Marvel fan, I loved Stan Lee's cameo. Just to have Stan yeah. Lee show up, that was really, really cool. But I also loved Adam West's when he showed up and did the birthday party. And he's like, what's a Batfleck? And like he like makes fun of Ben Affleck. And then he's got... Um, uh, what was the other thing he said? They, uh, it was for Sheldon's birthday, and they were like, "Happy birthday, Sheldon!" He's like, "Happy birthday!" Sh-. Uh, and he, he like slaughtered the name. I forget what name he gave, but maybe it was like like Billy or something like that. But like completely slaughtered the name, and like they cut over, and like Penny looks at him like, "What did you say?" <laughs> like I think I think that was not planned that way. I think he actually had like a uh, I don't remember who this is line like one of those. <laughs> so, but like he slaughtered well, the loved, name, uh, and they look at him. What was uh, Bob Newhart's? He was like a Professor Proton. Professor Proton. Yeah, so Professor Proton, and when he passed away, Will Wheaton took it over. Well, yeah, yeah. What I was gonna say though is the episode that um, because Alicia was talking about it being Star Wars related. I love the fact that um, Sheldon really showed emotion there when his character died, and Bob Newhart's character died in the show Professor Proton. But. that episode was going on they were watching star wars i think it was like may the 4th or something mm-hmm. and they were watching like the extended versions of the original trilogy and they were watching four five six one two three and um they have watched i think all six of them and sheldon snapped out of whatever emotional state he was in and he came out he's like all right we're gonna watch all of them all over again <laughs> and all the girls had set through all the <laughs> extended cuts and they were like we already watched this and yeah it was great i just thought that was funny <laughs> sidebar absolutely love that okay so as you were saying you had one of your favorite episodes but uh what are some of our other favorite episodes uh and which of the seasons was your favorite and you're okay to have a few different favorite episodes if you're like hey season one season two like my favorite from each of those like that's fine too my favorite season was season two i think that a lot of the episodes in there were just gold and actually my favorite episode is in there um, when Penny, while she's working in the Cheesecake Factory, she serves Leonard Nimoy's table. Yeah. And she gives Sheldon the napkin. If I can have a healthy like, over... What if, what if she gives me... Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know what to get her. Like, do I get her a little basket? Do I get her a big basket? And so he's like... I've, he runs out of the room. And he comes he back with all of them. them. He's like, I know, it's not enough. She's like, what I did you do? I think that was one of my favorite, and also the um, in that same season, we get introduced to to rock paper scissors lizard Spock. Yes, yes, classic, classic. There's actually T-shirts that have the full like diagram of how it all works, and I'm like, I love it. It's great. Yeah, I think uh, for me, my favorite season is season three, uh, for a number of reasons. Um, you get introduced to Bernadette. You get um, the guys come back from Antarctica and um, the Leonard and Penny finally get together. I think that was one of my favorite episodes when they came back from Antarctica. And then the one where they find the replica ring from Lord of the Rings and they fight yes. over it. Yes. 
Um, and then uh, I was just looking at my phone to just see what some of the episodes in season three. There was one call in uh, season three, episode six, the Cornhusker Vortex, when Leonard's dating Penny and he wants to learn about football. And so he goes over to Penny's house or her apartment with a bunch of her friends. And he starts and explaining like, the game. He's rooting for the wrong team. And then, then they get to halftime and he's like, great, this is over. And she's like, sweetie, it's only halftime. And he's like, there's another half? And he's like, I'm out. And he just leaves because he doesn't want to deal with it anymore. But I'll... that's probably one of my favorite episodes as well. The early episodes are just my favorite, period. You know, it's, it's a toss-up for me season-wise. I think season one, um, just because I feel like they were diving into a whole new world. Um, there really hadn't been anything like specifically like that. I mean, it, it had like your friends and how I met your mother vibe and things like that. Um, that all came out. Well, friends came out before, but then like how I met your mother came out right around the same time frame as this one. Um, they were maybe like a season behind them or something like that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's cool to see some of that stuff, but I think that this first season like really captured like the essence of the show that like it, cause I feel I was talking with someone recently and they said, most of season twos are where they like they fix the errors and then they make their strides moving forward. And I think that while yes, this was a, a great show to build off of, they really captured like the main three being Sheldon Leonard and Penny in that first season. And then they were able to build off of that with the other guys. Um, now my favorite episodes don't all come from that. I've got a, I've got a long list of episodes that I love, but uh, just to highlight a few, I love the time machine episode. And they're like, it's a timeshare time machine. And they're like, are we, we're going to move it bi-monthly. Okay, does that mean that we're moving it twice a month or every other month? And, like, they had to, like, explain that. And I was like, you know, that's a great way to, like, make fun of the English dictionary and, and the English language is because, like, we use certain terms like that. And the writers did really well with how they, like, explained certain things. I loved when, like, Sheldon uh, was in the uh, the prank wars. And they kept trying to prank him and like between him and uh, him and Raj when they were uh, sharing the same office. And he's like, how did you get this desk in here? And he's like, that is for me. And listed like two or three other guys and not you. <laughs> like he just goes through that. Um, like I said, the the Christmas D&D episode, it's a classic. Um, I like watching all of the Christmas episodes because like if you watch them, like you see like callbacks to other episodes through those. Um, they kind of tell a story within itself uh to some degree which is pretty cool um but uh you also said the leonard nimoy that that one was really cool um the hot tub with the squirrel uh when when they or the rabbit when they find the rabbit in the hot tub i lost it at that and just just like there were so many really good episodes but then like you've got tear jerkers where like uh when howard's mom dies and i think that one it was it's a favorite for a totally different type of reasoning. Like everything else like made you, made you laugh. But then when you found out Raj's mom, the actress actually died. And then like they were filming and it's going to be like at least two months before this episode comes out. Um, that one, that was, that was a good for a completely different reason. Um, which I, I just very much enjoyed that. So I really like there was one episode I just thought about it when we were talking about it. The actually Alicia and I talked about it yesterday. I think, where uh, Leonard and Sheldon's apartment got broken into, and Sheldon just completely flips out, and as he would, and it's in some of the earlier seasons, but he um, was like, "I'll take the first watch," and like they end up setting up all the security equipment, and uh, one, part of it was a trap, and he was driving Leonard and uh, Leonard and uh, Penny nuts the entire episode, 
and at the very end of the episode he gets uh, caught by his own security trap and they just walk in and he's like underneath an electrical net yeah the, the taser net because, <laughs> he's like, yeah he <laughs> that's one of my favorite episodes too because they were like did they uh when he was given the police report he's like yeah they stole our nintendo they stole our super nintendo they stole our sega genesis they stole our playstation they stole our playstation 2 they stole our xbox and he just goes on and on and on about the game systems and the comic books and it's just great yeah uh i think one of the other fun things was when uh when they were going to do the stan lee cameo uh and sheldon's like i'm gonna have him sign a batman issue <laughs> and they're like <laughs> Why would you do that? And he's like, because no one else in the world would have one. And then Raj is like, I'm going to do that, too. And he's like, what is the point of doing this if you're going to do it, too? Like, get your own thing. <laughs> and I'm like, that was that was genius. So speaking of genius things and the writings, uh, we're going to talk about the jokes and pranks in a minute. But what were some of your favorite things that the guys did? Like, because they went on adventures. They would go and do their own things. Um, maybe it was like one of the games they played or they created or maybe one of their road trips, like what was one of your favorite spots that the guys came together and did? Um, and I'll, I'll kind of start with mine so that way you guys can think about this one because I didn't write this for a question for you. I loved when they did their, uh, their it was the spy uh, thing and they're, they're, they've got like, uh, they've got like aerosol spray and they've got the, the laser beams going through the, the, red, the red beams and they're like and then you have uh you had Sheldon and Raj go bum 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 like i just like they got so into it and i loved that i thought that was just it was comedic and it was it was fun and they're like well we're going to be over here if you want to hang out with us and be like real adults and not kids and i'm like i don't know i think i would rather play that than any other adult thing that i could possibly do at this moment in time i'm like you know pay taxes go play games go and like have to go and work or go play games now my job being a youth pastor i do get to play games so it's kind of two for one but i i just i love that kind of stuff i loved the writing i think that they had a lot of input and they were like hey i saw this on youtube or hey i saw this on pinterest and i think they added stuff like that all the time or maybe it was like the scavenger hunt when raj would do like the gold coins and he's like everybody partners up and you got to go and they're like I, I want Sheldon. No, you don't get Sheldon this time. Like, I get Sheldon. And they, like, completely wrecked the teams. I loved it. I thought that was great. I like the episode where they do the photo shoot in the desert as the Star Trek characters. Yes. And, they're, and their car gets stolen. Yeah. And they're walking around with, like, all of the different, like, the Klingon stuff and the, the masks are all melted off. Yeah, I was going to say, then they start, like, the falling thing. off because it's all getting yeah. hot. And they walk into that diner, try to use the phone and stuff like that, and people are just looking at it really strange because they, they were on the way to like Comic Con or something. I like that one a lot. It wasn't on the list, but I was thinking like one of my favorite seasons is season three when they um, go to Antarctica. At the beginning of the season, uh, at the beginning of season three, they come back from Antarctica, and. Um, Sheldon thinks that he's he's just going to win a Nobel Prize, and um, the guys end up like lying to him about the data that they acquired because they were using and, uh, the the can opener, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And at the but at, at one point in the episode, my one of my favorite lines is uh, something about if we didn't do this, we were going to kill him. <laughs> and I think it was like 
they threw something out of the shelter or something, or they rationed the food. I don't remember what it they was. They were going to throw his, like, iPhone or, or his iPad out or his Mac or whatever. They're like, we were going to throw it out. You can go after it, and we we're going to lock the door. <laughs> yes. That, but that was probably one of my favorite episodes. And I, uh, Alicia actually stole mine, where they the Star Trek one, where they <laughs> get stuck out in the desert. Um, there's just so many to choose from. Um, well, I think they do a great job. Like, you talk about friends, like... Some of the best episodes of Friends were when it was just the six of them, when there were nobody else. Some of the best episodes of Big Bang when it, or when it was just the four guys and Penny. Yeah. I think one of the best things that came out of it was when uh, when the one girl from, uh, it was the, the whole from Babylon, or, or, or from Nebraska, like he, uh, Howard's mom calls her that, and like she's, she's like, sucking the the funds out of him he's like i'm gonna go cash in my bar mitzvah stuff and and uh penny starts playing call of duty or halo with with the boys and she's oh, like that was one of my favorites and she's like she goes in and plays video games and she's like who is that boom not anymore <laughs> and like just gets gets into it and she keeps bombing the guy and sheldon's like that's just poor sportsmanship and she's like hey you forgot something and he's like what and she's like this grenade <laughs> and like chucks it i'm like that was sure, i think what? that was fun wasn't there an episode two where she learns to play like world of warcraft or something yeah, yeah she was having rough that was in season two she was having rough t a rough time and like i don't know if it was her job if it was the acting stuff i think it was like, a little bit of that and uh there was a boyfriend that had broke up with her or something like that uh at yeah. that time like it was just By like the way I was going to say side character, Zach. Her boyfriend, Zach, was hysterical because he's so clueless. Okay, my favorite Zach moment is when he comes in for the, the Halloween party. And he dress he's like, I want to be Superman. And, yeah. like, everybody goes and dresses up. And they're all in the Justice League as their, their groups. And they're like, winner for this year's party? The Justice League! And, and every like, all of them start looking at each other. And he's like, number three! And, like, they all, like, freak out. And Zach's like, yeah! I finally won something. I'm like, oh my gosh. And Raj was griping because he didn't want to be Aquaman. Yeah. Raj in the Aquaman. Oh my gosh. He's like, if we're going to be the Muppet Babies, I don't want to be Scooter. Scooter sucks. <laughs> He's the Aquaman of the Muppet Babies. Oh gosh. Uh, I also much to talk about. I also loved the uh, the when they all dressed up as the Flash for Halloween party. And they're like, yeah. all right, everybody's going to have to go and, and, and change outfits. And then Raj is like, or we could all stand in line and look like the Flash moving super slow. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I want to do that, that so the, bad. Doppler effect. No, 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 no. Not the, the Doppler effect was a great one, too. But I was thinking he was talking about the Flash. There was one where um, I think Leonard asked to move the thermostat up like two degrees or down two degrees or whatever. Yeah, it was the end of that episode. And he runs to yeah, California. Like, you annoy me, Leonard Hostetter. And he like runs all the way to the sun and back or something like that crazy. And oh, yeah. that's one of my favorite moments. Like, yeah, he, oh, he's like, no, you, so you you irritate me to no end or something like that. And like it echoes at the Grand Canyon. And then it like he runs yeah. straight back. Uh, yeah. Love that. So uh, favorite joke or prank. Um, and then also your favorite running joke. What What does that look like for you guys? Everybody already knows that I love Barry Kripke. The episode where Sheldon pranks his lab and sets up cameras. 
there's some sort of like foam or something that ends up shooting out of everything. But he doesn't realize when the people, when the president of the university yeah, or whatever, like, there are like some board members or something of the university and they're trying everything they can to make it stop. But Sheldon didn't build it that way. He built it to explode or not. Like that was the only, there was no contingency. And so it was just, and then there's the video like right afterwards. And it, and yeah. it's like, this was Sheldon Cooper along with yeah. Raj Kuthrapali and Howard Wallowitz. And they're like, oh my gosh, like, are you serious? You, you threw all of us under the bus? Yeah. That was a, that was a good my one. my favorite running joke is Soft Kitty. Yeah. When, uh, I think, uh, I'm going to play off that one real quick. I think one of the coolest parts to Soft Kitty was when, uh, when Penny was sick and she's like, let's sing it in a round. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, yes. And he's freaked out at the, at first, and then he's like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. Yeah, he kind of like got into it. He was like, yeah, well, let, let's try it. Sure, like whatever. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good. Man, I, I, no, no, no. I was going to say, I just have so many that I want to talk about. <laughs> hey, we um, got time. You go I was ahead. Thinking, no, no, no. I was thinking the favorite joke prank. Uh, that's one of the ones I was thinking of. Uh, uh, I don't know if you want to call it a prank, but when Leonard is dating Raj's sister, Priya, and she's getting on uh, Sheldon's nerves, and he has like a program, like a, like a, I don't know, like a detonator on his computer, and he's like going to call Raj's parents to tell them that Leonard and, oh, and Priya yeah. are dating. Unless and she signs the contract. The new roommate agreement. Because yeah. she's a lawyer and she thinks she's outsmarted Sheldon and Sheldon finally gets the better of her. Mm -hmm. That's one. Uh, one I was talking about right before we started recording was the parking pot. Uh, parking pot. <laughs> parking spot um, escalation uh, where Howard yes. and Sheldon get into it. Over a parking spot at the university. And Sheldon doesn't even drive. And um, He got in the car and took his underpants off and sat on their butt naked. And he's like rubbing his butt yes. on there. <laughs> And, uh, and Bernadette and Amy Farrah Fowler get into that one as well. Um, the, the prank jokes, favorite pranks jokes. I love Sheldon's mom. And like the running joke about them being from Texas and uh, some of the one-liners that his mom talks about, you know, uh, a, a way to a man's heart is a, a can of cream, of mushroom soup, and a and fried chicken and there's just so many things that i could just say but like i um it's not really a joke or a prank but like i, I was even thinking, like some of the running like the one-liners like i'm not crazy my mother had me tested yes yeah, that was yes. probably my favorite uh but back to sheldon's mom what was the every time they got together they had to pray for food and sheldon was like i, I don't believe that and she's like and that's your opinion <laughs> And so, and uh, I forget the exact prayer, but they prayed it a couple of times throughout the series. And um, thank you, Lord, for uh, this bread. Thank you for this daily bread and every something. I don't remember everything we've said. And then every plateful, I think what it was. And I just, I, I loved it because they did it a couple of times throughout the show. Yeah, I think I think that. I don't know if that answered your question about jokes or pranks, but I feel like that was yeah, sort we, of running, just, sort just, of like knock 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 Penny or yeah, the oh, Katie Warm Kitty. There were some running things that happened throughout the show. I think it was that she made him do it like as a call and response. Yes. By his hand, we are all fed. Give us, Lord, our daily bread. bread. <laughs> Please know that we are truly grateful. 
for every cup and every plate full. I love that when when uh, she does her prayer because every time yeah every time she she says that that callback prayer, Sheldon is like bread, grateful, yeah. plateful. Yeah, he, he he doesn't actually say the full thing. He only ends like the sentence, like where the period would go. And I'm just like, yes. that's great. Do you remember the episode? And I think it was might have been in season three after maybe season three or four when this is after Leonard and um, Penny break up. But I think uh, Sheldon's mom comes to visit and they go to a church. They end up in a Catholic church and she goes down the line and she's like, why don't we, while we're here, why don't we do some praying? And uh, <laughs> so she goes down the line and, you know, obviously Howard is Jewish and, and Raj is Indian. And so he, you know, and um, I forget what she said exactly. And then she makes everybody pray. And Penny's like, well, my brother started a meth lab, so you can be nice to him, be cool. And like, <laughs> that's one of my favorite episodes too. I don't know if you guys remember that one. Do you guys remember that? I remember one? that. I remember yeah, that, that was a good one. Another I, another good one with Sheldon's mom was when, when Sheldon got all the cats. Yes, he was the, he was the, the crazy and, cat guy. Yeah, and she like and makes she him get his job back. Talk him off the ledge. And she and at the end of the episode, he's selling them, yeah. giving giving them away for twenty dollars yeah. instead of. He's giving, yeah, I don't, I don't even think you can claim it as like he was selling them. He was giving money away. That's yeah, what like, I mean. Here's yeah, your yeah. cat. Here's your twenty dollars. Like that was great. I think one of my favorite like running jokes that they always poke fun at is that Raj went to MIT and he only got his masters and they're like who who doesn't have a masters like when when it's not even just the full group it's like the president of the of the uh the college makes yeah. makes that comment at him he's like who doesn't have their masters like <laughs> i thought that was really funny i love when they when they and and i said this earlier the whole howard your mother needs her medicine and like just does like that whole thing i i loved when they would all like start to do their voices mocking her and then like i said earlier just when she passed i think that changed how they scripted some things and they they no longer played it like it was a joke and 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 they did really well with it but like up until that point like while she was alive they had that fun with it um and i thought that was done really really well uh another running joke just the knock 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 penny because when you hit like the three knocks and then you find out why it happened, like it makes more sense. But the best part was when uh, he came in dressed like the Flash and he's like, no, 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 no. Like he's like banging on the door. Yeah. He's like, penny, 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 penny. And he's like, I knocked on your door 3,985 times. Like he just like gives out some big number. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like that's annoying. <laughs> so when Penny falls in the falls in the shower. And he knocks to get in, and she's getting ready to knock, and she's like, "If you knock one more time." Yeah, because he knocked at every door he came into, yeah. so like he knocked yes. at the the hallway door, and then the bathroom door, and her bedroom door, or something like that. Like each yeah. each door, like he knocked at. You knock one more time. But I mean, like when they when they explained that like he walked in on his parents, like I could totally understand with like his mindset, like that would scar you. And so, mm -hmm. like, absolutely, you want to knock before you walk in. Like, that, that, that makes total sense, um, which I think, I think it just helps build into the overall story of why he is the ultimate character that had the biggest development. Um, I also love when uh, they set him up. Uh, it wasn't like Christian Mingle, but it was like, uh, uh, what, was, what was the website that they put him on? They put him on some dating site. 
and like they were like let's see if we can find sheldon a match and like they they ma- made this joke and then they find amy para fowler and i'm just she's like really doctor, by the way yeah do what she's really a doctor in real yeah life. she's the only one on there like who has her phd yeah. and i this is what makes me laugh all the more they made a, a call to her i want to say it was like season two uh i think it was it was the episode where Sheldon goes to the uh, the physics bowl against the group, and they're like, "Who are we gonna get?" And they were like, "Let's get TV's Blossom," and she played Blossom, and so yeah. I'm like, "That's awesome!" Like I would totally like that. That was just genius. Um, mm-hmm. so I thought I thought that was good. Uh, do you wish that they would have done something different in this series? Do you wish they would have brought somebody into this series? Uh, just kind of as we are still moving forward with this like is there anything that you wish they would have done um like points where you're like ah, oh, they missed an opportunity there or do you feel like they pretty well rounded it out part of me wishes that raj would have ended up with somebody at the end that he would have really found somebody that really understood understood him not being like the spoiled kid or you know something like that but i think that they ended it very well you know, he, he's he's understanding that he doesn't have to be, in order to be content, he doesn't have to have, he doesn't have to be in a relationship with somebody. Yeah. But part of, like, part of me wishes that he would have ended up with somebody, but I understand why they, why they did what they did. We talked about earlier how it just, it, it felt like I, like I kind of dragged on after a while. But. I think, same thing, like. I love how the show ended, but I think that they could have cut some of it. Like the, you know, I looked and I think there's what, 280 episodes or 290 episodes. Um, I don't know, Jordan, if you've seen Shit's Creek, but um, it's literally, I think it's six seasons and there's only 13 episodes in each season. Mm-hmm. And it's the perfect amount of episodes and they tell the entire story in six seasons. Mm. I think that we're in a... Uh, time where less is more especially in storytelling unless we're talking about marvel which that's a separate podcast but i think that um i may have ended the the series earlier um told this told the ending of the story the same but maybe have ended the series earlier because like if you look like look a series like seinfeld and look a series like um i don't know i'm just pulling shows out of my like friends and how I met your friends, mother. Friends, how I met your mother. You know, the office, some of those like were seven, eight seasons, and that was it. It was amazing that this this show um, went on for twelve seasons. Yeah, went on for twelve seasons. But I think that again, that they could have cut out some of some of the episodes in the later seasons, and they could have ended the show the same. I think the reason that that I would agree on that is because the writing, uh, the guys who who wrote that show, moved over to Young Sheldon. So like there wasn't this like amazing creative team that was was pushing the last few seasons of Big Bang Theory. Um, they all moved over to do Young Sheldon. They were like, we're gonna try something new, get some new fresh stuff in, and and you know that's that's fine and dandy. But when you're when you're like trying to wrap a show up, you gotta full steam ahead. You gotta like keep it going. Um, so that way you don't end on like a oh I wish they would have just ended it earlier. Um, cause that's just, yeah. you know, it, it stinks that, that people feel that way. I think for me, if I would have had to change anything, 
I wouldn't have let uh, uh, Howard and Bernadette have the kids um, so early on. Um, I think that, you know, being a dad myself, I think one of the, the hardest things is seeing where you have to spend your time. And I've spent a lot of time with my friends. We, we run this, uh, and, and I have to be very specific about my time. Um, so, like, when we record, we typically record after my kid goes to bed. Um, and so when you, when you look at that, like, how many times do you see your friends without their kids? Like, it, it's, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And I know, like, you can't put the kids in the show because how does that, that play? And so I'm like, I wouldn't have let them have the kids as early as they did. I probably would have put them in, like, seasons, like, 10, 11, 12 when she would have got pregnant. Now, I think that was probably because I think, didn't she actually get pregnant around that time? Yeah, she was pregnant in real life, yeah. And I think the way that you write that, just to to help with that, is because I think at the time she was still considered like a minor character, like a like a reoccurring guest at that point. Even though she was married uh, to Howard, I think she wasn't as big into the character just yet. Um, I think I would have said like, hey, she switched shifts or like she had to work on weekends or something like that and then like tell the story so that way like you could because there was a I forget what show it was someone was pregnant oh it was uh how i met your mother allison hannigan was pregnant for an entire season and she was hardly in the show and they just wrote it that way but by the time that you you go through the full series you're like you know she wasn't there but like the story continued and like you didn't really miss her in that one season because and she when was, she was, they just shot her from the yeah from the from like, like you could like never the waist. seen waist down. She wore had big bags and stuff to yeah, hide it. There there were so many ways that they could, and I was like, I just mm-hmm. I don't think that that helped the story. I think in the moments it did, but when you look at the grand scheme, it's like okay, but you never brought the kids into play. Um, you always talk about your kids, but like you're never really with your kids. Um, it's like yeah, you, like it's it doesn't. I don't think it represents good fatherhood. Um in a world where we don't see a lot of good dads. I mean, I was talking with someone earlier today. I, uh, they said that red guardian, um, was like the moron of black widow. And it's like the only like male guy in this entire, uh, movie. Like the, the one good hero guy is a moron. He's an absolute idiot. And it's like, we need to, we need to be representing good dads out there. Um, cause, cause people are watching these shows and I'm like, I, I think that's my big change is, not allowing kids to be in it um, because there are people who wait until they're in their mid thirties to have kids and they kind of hit like late thirties, probably early forties, somewhere in there by the, they didn't really talk about how old they were. Did they? Um, I don't think so. So I, I would assume they were probably like late thirties, early forties by the time the show actually ended and in, in having kids, but people still have kids around that time. So, yeah. but that's, that's kind of where I would go. Um, I also really wish that the last season they would have just put a cameo like every episode or every other episode and gotten like really like nerdy people in there. Like um, if you would have got like like you said, Christopher Lloyd was in there. Um, If you would have got like uh, Steve Urkel to show up like that would have been a really cool like just any type of like nerdy references. Like I think it would have been just really cool because they they knew they needed to go out on a big bang pun intended. Um Go ahead. They they did on the last episode. They had Buffy the Bam- the Vampire Slayer. Yes, they did. They did. Sarah Michelle, Gell- Sarah Michelle Keller was in the last episode. But I just I think that what what would have been really cool is if every episode yeah. they would have like done something like bring another uh, Star Trek character, a Star Wars actor. Um, I mean, like mm-hmm. you've got a, a whole world of nerd that you're able to pull from, and I bet people mm-hmm. would have loved to be all over that. Um, my mm-hmm. favorite favorite thing that I've seen is uh the big bang theory watches the flash 
and there's an episode or something like that where uh where Carlos Valdez's character in The Flash, which is Cisco Ramon, he wears a shirt that was seen on Big Bang Theory, or he makes a reference at Big Bang Theory or something like that, and it's like, wait, time out. Are we in this like alternate dimension where like one sees the show and then they can predict their own future because the other character makes the reference in their show about their lives? I was like, whoa, time out. Did we hit a paradox? So I think it would have been really cool if like... I think it would have been cool if they would have done like a comic con, like, I don't know, maybe filming in the comic con where like the characters would have been like running around to the booths or something like that, or even staged it or something like that. I think that would have been really cool. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, as, as the series finale hit, did you feel like season 12 was a good send off? And the, especially the finale itself, did you feel like that was a good send off? I mean, like you said earlier, uh, there's all these different shows like Seinfeld, um, Seinfeld's last episode was garbage. Um, How I Met Your Mother, depending on which version you're watching, because the DVD had two different versions. The Office had had a type of a pretty good send off. I mean, there's all these different shows, then, and sometimes they hit the mark, and sometimes they miss really bad. So, what was your thought on the finale? I think that we, you know. Before we got married and even after we got married i think we watched a lot of shows together and apart and i would adventure to say that there has been a lot of shows that we watched over the years that i've not been particularly fond of the ending but for the big bang theory i feel like they nailed it i thought that there were i don't think that there was a better ending to a series you know we talked about the series maybe being too long um but for me, I thought I, I actually watched the last episode last night again, and I had, I've only seen it one other time. And um, just we talked about um, Sheldon making fun of Howard, not having more than a master's degree and not having a PhD. But when he told him to stand up at the Nobel Prize and called a master not Wallowitz, I cried. I was just like, that's just. The utmost, like I felt like there was redemption in Sheldon's story because he finally got it that he was a jerk, mm-hmm. but he could also be a good guy, and there was redemption there. And he, all of his friends, his family, as he called them, and he he, he respected them. Mm-hmm. I think he respected them all along, but he finally showed it in that last episode. And I feel like when he he called them all by their titles, and um, yeah, I just I don't think. Can you think of a show that we've watched over the last six years since we've been married that you can say? I think maybe Friday Night Lights was the other one that I really liked the ending to. Um, but I don't know if there's another series that we've watched where the episode, the finale, has been just that good. Because we've watched some pretty good shows and then the finales are horrible. But can you think of one? I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I do like I do think the ending was perfect for where that was. show. Like, you think about... I mean, the we talk about Sheldon has the most redemption story in this whole series. You think about one of my favorite things to do when I watch his finale is to go back and watch the first episode right after. Yeah. To see like what the difference the is. The growth. And Sheldon is just like, I don't know, like he grew up. He, he gets it. He understands that you can't, you, people are going to love you regardless, but that doesn't give you the right to treat them like trash. You still need to respect them, even though, even though they're willing to look past your faults because you because they love you. And Jordan, can you think of a show? I mean, not Marvel, 
like not Marvel series or not movie or whatever, but like, can you think of a series that has that good of a ser like an ending to a series? Like, I'll give you a couple. Like, we what was that show? Um, Heart of Dixie. Oh gosh, great it was a show. great show, but the ending, the very last Terrible episode, was episode. stupid. It was so bad, completely pointless. You know, uh, I think I think like Seinfeld was a terrible, terrible send off. Yeah. If you watch the finale, like they go to jail, and it's like, yeah. what? What? Um, there's 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 a ton of really bad. I I also, you know, I didn't care for uh the way they ended How I Met Your Mother. Um, I think that they had like, it didn't matter what happened between point A and point B, um, because you've already like the the literal whole story is. All right, we're gonna sit my kids down and tell them the story of how I met their mother, and yeah. the end just has to be how you met the mother. That is all you have to do. Whether it's one season, whether it's twenty seasons, it does not matter. And mm -hmm. you know that that one's a, a controversial because they've got like the the alternate ending and all that. Um, and it's I mean if if that's what you like, you like. Um, the only show that I think that I've ever been happy, other than Big Bang Theory, with the ending was The Office. Um, and the office i just liked how they wrapped up a lot of stories um they were able to kind of complete the whole jim and pam are going to go do their thing and there's all these other characters that they're like i think they completed a lot of their their storylines um and even if they were to like revisit the office they could do it without damaging what the first nine seasons did so that's and that's my thought one i was super happy with mm -hmm. the ending yeah friends was good I didn't I didn't finish Friends. Um I think I got like 6 seasons in. Like I'm not someone who can just sit down and watch like a full 10 seasons like like just burn through it, especially when there's like 20 some episodes a season. Um mm -hmm. I just I struggle with that, but I know that I I got to sit down and rewatch Friends um and get through that. Friends is a good one. Um my favorite part of, part of that for me is the fact that like I watched it I literally watched it live with my mother. Gotcha. Like so I we, I have it on DVD as archaic as that is I have it on DVD and I can Every just season. throw it in. Yeah. Yeah. But but to to all to you know for all that you know we've talked about I think again just the redemption in Sheldon's story mm -hmm. the redemption in the fact that he finally gets it like there's a point in that episode where they're all ready to go home and leave him there mm -hmm. right because he's a jerk and he finally realizes it and when he gives a speech he has this what. 300 page speech mm -hmm. he's going to give and then he he really um, acknowledges his friends and he calls them his family and it's not a dry eye in the room <laughs> and like even how they ended it at the end where they're all sitting on the couch eating Chinese food the acoustic and version the, of the acoustic song. version of that song and it's slow motion and it just goes off and it's like wow is it really over because it doesn't seem like it even though it is yeah and, that, and I thought that was perfect I think I think that was the beauty it was after 12 seasons where you're like by season 10 you're starting to question like what do you have in the tank like i know that there's that i know that there's a contract that you've got through season 12 but like really are we are we really pushing forward and then that one it, i feel like it it justified how many seasons actually happened uh, that that last yeah. episode it just it justified it for me i was like i like it if they would have done it in like season seven and that would have been the the last season or if they would have done it in season eight and that would have been the last episode i think that they would have been just as good mm -hmm. yep so well guys thank you so much for joining me i have had a blast talking about this um the only thing that we did not talk about with this whole thing the running joke 
Bazinga. We didn't talk about it. And I, I thought about that. I was like, we have to talk about Bazinga real quick. That was that was my favorite running joke. He's always like, Bazinga. Like when he hops in the ball pit at the end of the, the episode where it like happens. And he's like, Bazinga, get over here. And then like you just like see him like squirming through the ball pit. I love it. So what does the cop say to, to Leonard? He's like, I got one of those two. Talk about like a special. <laughs> yeah, needs special kid needs kid. He's like I got one of those two. <laughs> <laughs> so but he's not crazy because his mother had him tested. So, yes. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining uh, me on this episode. It's been a lot of fun. Guys, if you have uh, stayed with us this long, thank you so much for listening. This is episode 21 out of our podcast. We are super excited. Uh, in the next few weeks uh, for episode 25, Lego Masters, Mark and Boone will be joining me. I'm super excited for that one. So make sure you, you follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Make sure you like and subscribe. Uh, we will hopefully be doing a giveaway around that time frame as well. Uh, so we will catch you guys here next time on Nerd Talk. <laughs>